G'day everyone, and this week on The End of the Real, we are doing a movie about gods. Gods of Egypt. And with me is my co-host Ethan Kane. Hi. And I am your host Jared Kane. We did Gods of Egypt. That was a boring movie. Two hours of my life I'd like to get back. Although I'm sure they'd also like to get back the $140 million they spent on this thing. I... I was just shocked. That's the most shocking thing about this movie. It's like, it would be a boring, forgettable movie if it wasn't for the fact that this cost $140 million. $140 million of rubbish. That's what really makes this different to the other movies I think we've reviewed is that usually they're not, they'll be like $40 or $50 million. This is the first like huge budget movie i think I we've think done pluto nash was pretty big i think that no i think show i think there's a few that were up there pluto nash is k- kind of entertaining though and it's also what, sort it, of not too bad it doesn't look as this is one where it's like oh there's lots of people in the works here like lots of people worked on it and a it's lot rubbish. of big british actors i like i recognized so many faces yeah and none of them are putting any effort in the acting is terrible, the story is bland, and doesn't really make a lot of sense, and the main characters are annoying. It's just a really boring movie. Straight away, and it starts off in sort of a, like a weird Aladdin world. This isn't a so good it's bad movie, this no. is just boring. Yeah, so don't watch this movie, people. We watched yeah. it for you. There Please you go. Do not watch Review it. Review over. Yeah. Don't bother. It's a very boring movie. It's This is what shocks me, too. And I was talking to you about this. It's the crazy fact of... It's a movie about, like, gods and Egypt, Egyptian mythology and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so bland. It's so uncreative. Like, yeah. stretch your wings, make them turn into lots of different animals, make stuff happen. Like, they're, they're literal gods in this movie, but it's, they're like... It's such no. a boring story. Good God, who has ruled, is replaced by evil God brother, who, for some reason, wants to destroy the world. Well, he wants to destroy the underworld so he can live forever. No, he wants to destroy... Yeah, but that means destroying the world as well. That'd be, he has to destroy everything to become immortal. Look, I, I don't Apparently, know. Apparently, yeah, it, it didn't didn't make a huge amount of sense. So I listened to like a podcast that did some myths. It was the Myths and Legends podcast, actually. And he kind of did one of Set and Horace. And like, yeah, you can you can just use creative liberty and do your own stuff, but... Even in the one that that guy was, like, reading, it's so much more imaginative. There's so much more that happens. So boring. Well, this movie... I think We also th- get told a lot of things about the gods. Like, we're told Horus, who is who's meant to be the hero god, who is the son of the king who gets murdered. We, we're told that it's like, oh, he's lazy and he didn't do anything. But whenever shown any of this, like, like, when it starts off, he seems to be fine. Like, his character has no arc. Yeah. He, he's already... There is... There, there's you know? no arc to anyone in this movie. You yeah. realize that there's nothing. There's nothing. That's the problem. There, we're told there a no lot of things. Stakes. Like we're told the evil god used to be good and noble, and everyone looked up to him. But he he turns up at the start of the movie, and he's already a douchebag. There, there were just no stakes, though. There's no stakes, and you know what's going to happen. Like, uh, so we've got. Well, there are lots of stakes because people aren't even getting into stakes? heaven now. Oh, that. But no one cares about. And them. the end of the world. Jared, we don't care about stakes. them. Remember? Yeah, we oh, yeah. only care about the two lovers. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so there are. Huge things going on in the movie, but we don't care about any of it. We're not meant to care about any of it, the way the movie is made. We're just meant to care about Beck, our human character, and his girlfriend. He's a ripoff of Aladdin. He's a shitty 
rip off of Aladdin because he is incredibly annoying. And he's playing a character we've seen in a few other movies that we've actually done, such as Dungeons and Dragons and what well, we haven't done the Mummy, but it's like it's that character where the the young adventurous sort of thief maybe guy, the rogue sort of character ish. And what he's meant to do, he's meant to be quick witted, he's meant to be fast, but he's also meant to be overconfident and gets himself in more trouble. But in this one, he's just an overconfident like annoying guy who basically just seems to luck out no he's not right he lucks out he lucks out all the time constantly his entire life he is just but he luck that's what's annoying like he they managed to make me hate him in the first like five minutes of him being introduced where he's introduced he's a thief and he's not stealing like food or anything he is stealing like jewels and clothes to make for his girlfriend who is convinced to run away and live with him, and then well, says, I don't know how no, bad their he says life was really dumb. He says something yeah. really dumb straight away too. He's talking to her and he's like, "I promised you all a different dress for every day and all this crap." They're living pretty well, and also, yeah, like, that's so. But maybe he should get a job. He, but he doesn't. He seems to be smart and healthy, and every they at the time right under the good king. Everyone's got an abundance of everything. It's the good times. And he's just going out and stealing shit exactly. and laughing about it. That's what gets me. Like, you know, in other... He's not okay. stealing bread or anything. He's stealing yes. jewels. Aladdin, right? he steals bread, right? Yeah. He steals bread and he feeds his little monkey and he feeds himself. And you can, like, go, oh, he is stealing, but he's stealing from... something. Even Robin Hood, you know, steal from the rich, give to the poor. This guy steals from... Merchants, yeah. I, I mean, I guess you could just, call them. He just the rich. walks through the shopping. No, but everyone's but, rich at this but, point. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Except too. for him, who He's, does he give to? He gives to himself. Yeah, who isn't poor? I think. I don't know. He has his own house. That that's why, like straight away, you're not with him. You're not on his side because he's insufferable. And then he gets lucky every time. So that's the problem. If if the characters like that cocky thief guy, we need him to every now and then like screw up and he doesn't seem to have any good skills like as a thief he doesn't seem to like be a good thief like he just picks up the dress and runs away with it and that's his amazing thief skills he gets to all the things through luck literally through luck he says he just gets them yeah it's like the trap won't catch him because he just happened not to be caught by it. And we were waiting also. We said a few times when we were watching this movie, we were like, okay, so there's a god that's watching over him or something, right? Or something. He something. complains about the gods constantly before the evil god takes over. But the good gods do seem to be doing a lot to help everybody. From what we, from like, what we they're, they're living in this paradise yes. and he's complaining about them. From what we could tell, the good gods had given... All the models, like all the tools, all the help. Like it was a kind of like the complete opposite of normally what you see in the movies, where it's like, ah, they had them prank. It's like no, they had like given them everything they wanted. Like the yeah, society was rich and full. Everyone of, seemed like, really everything. happy. Yeah. And it's like yeah. also in this world, they control the afterlife. Like who gets into the afterlife? Well, well, and it's just yeah, even though they're not the kings of the afterlife. I don't know. I think the other god, they're like friends. Okay, I don't know. Cool. But he's like, yeah, the good and the poor, as long as they, they live, yeah, the rich and the poor, as long as they live good lives, they get into heaven. So will Beck get into heaven underneath those rules? Would he get into heaven underneath the good God's rules? I have no idea because we I really don't, don't know enough about him apart from the fact that he, he runs around laughing, stealing stuff. I don't think he would because when you think about it, this is, uh, he's not stealing for good. If the old God was in charge, Beck would have gone to hell. Probably. Right. 
So Beck's only chance of going to heaven would be underneath the new bad god. Yeah. Right? See? What a flaw. So two minutes into the film... But, but don't forget, sorry, everyone, you have to root for Beck because Beck is in love. Beck's the, Beck is in love, which is the most powerful thing in the entire universe. He's in love with uh, Courtney Eaton. I can't remember what her character. I don't think we learn her character's Zara. name in the, Zara. Is Zara? It Zara. I'm looking at my note. I, I I changed the page, but I think it's Zara. Yeah, he loves Zara, and Zara's fine. Yeah, she actually seems like a reasonable person. She gets killed pretty quick. Oh yeah, which gets... doesn't take her out of the movie, of course, because we have got the whole afterlife thing going. She goes to the afterlife, and I think that's meant to be the stakes of the movie is the fact that. Uh, when the bad god takes over, uh, set, he sets a price for getting into the underworld, so you actually got to pay. I don't know why he does this, because he's planning to destroy everything anyway. Why does he want the gold? Why is gold? He's, he's obsessed with getting gold and conquering things, but his end goal is to destroy everything. Gold is such a weird... Gold weirds me out in most movies anyway. But he doesn't need gold. He controls everybody at oh, this point. I got it. I know why he needs gold. Why? Well, this is a Scientology movie. Is it? Get it? Just like, you know, how those aliens in... No, is this a Scientology movie? I don't know, but it would make a lot more sense, actually. How would it make sense? It's I don't know. gods of Egypt. Because, you know, those... What's that movie called? Uh, the one with uh, oh, uh, Elton John. Elton John? Oh, no. John Travolta? John Travolta. Uh, not After Earth. No. Battlefield Earth. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Great movie. Not Elton John. Um, Better movie than this. So Battlefield Earth. More realistic effects. The aliens come to Earth and they're after gold. For some right? reason. And that's always dumb because gold, it's just, it's an element. Like, ah, gold. Whatever. It's silly. People. There is so much gold in this show just getting thrown around and dumped into pits. And I, I felt it was sort of representative. To the underworld? Some of it, it does. It if you're gold? buried with it, it goes with you. So it's ghost gold. No, if it's if it's buried with you, it goes with you. Do I they think? realize then that eventually everyone is going to go to hell? If there's a finite amount of gold? Yeah, I don't know how it works, like, at all. Well, it doesn't make any sense. None of it makes sense, Jared. Why do the gods of the underworld want gold? Ah, uh, Jared, I don't know. I can always get behind hey, a movie when it's like you're worship. digging into like things that have no answer. There I is just, no answer to why this is happening. It just you got to stop asking these. It ticks me off in movies when they talk about like gold having value to things that it doesn't make any Jared, sense. Jared, there's there's gods running around, and you're worried about the value the of gold. value of gold in this movie. Just don't worry it about it, man. Okay. That's like the least problem this okay. movie has. Um, Although I will say all the gold the getting piled up and stuff, oh, yeah. for me it was representative of the money just getting thrown away on the terrible CGI that is throughout this movie. Just shit. So it, I think like at least half the movie was filmed with just green screen, like without actors and stuff, but yeah. just green screen. Well, no, then it's just fully CGI'd. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's actually it's a an really animated, bad it's animated, an animated film. scene. That's that's the thing. Normally, we that's yeah. So CGI, same thing, doesn't make or break a movie. Normally, it was noticeable. But, there's so much of it. But the thing is, it's not just a bit of CGI on a scene, or it's not just CGI yeah. here or there. It's an animated movie at points, and it's bad. It looks bad. There's a 
an especially bad scene where Horace, who's the hero, uh, played by Jamie Lannister, I can't remember his actual name, he gets attacked by a bunch of bullmen and he fights them. And they are, they're fully animated. I think it's Nicola. And at, for most of the fight, I think he is animated. And it looks absolutely terrible. It reminded me a lot of those early, like, stop motion, uh, stop motion movies, you know, where the, the real people would fight the stop motion uh, monsters made out of clay. That kind of looked better than this. Like, Army of Darkness mm. has more realistic fights than what we were being shown. Well, in, in this movie, it's just a mess. First off, the gods are... Seven, ten feet tall. Ten feet All tall? the gods are ten feet tall for some reason, and it looks hilarious. Like, it, at first, we Doesn't thought it was, hilarious. like, a it's comedy. Just, it's crap. Like, it, it it's farcical. It's very silly. We, so, like, Horus is our good god, and he's got eyes that can see stuff. He never misses. Apparently. He's basically, his eyes zoom in. We see him a couple of times. And it, it's like, uh, if you've ever played Deus Ex, uh, like the game, the video game, where your eyes like can pinpoint things, that's what he does. It's like Terminator. Yeah. Robocop. And we see it from his perspective. It looks hilarious. But we're told throughout the movie a few times that it's like he wandered from his path and he... He wasn't, like, doing what know. he was meant to be there doing. Is, but whenever it's shown this that, is all rubbish. he seems to be fine. He starts off and he's going to be, it's his coronation. He's going to become king. Yeah, the old Set, king is set, stepping down. Set walks in. Apparently, the old king, it's so nice that in the land they literally have no soldiers. Yeah. Of course, the old king gets killed. Horace fights Set, loses, gets his eyes ripped out. Which is a, an important part, yeah. Horace has his eyes gouged out by this Scottish god. But then we fast forward a few years. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. Uh, everyone's accent. Oh, it's out. No one tries for an Egyptian accent, which I think is probably the right way to go. But they all just sort of, they all have their own weird British accents or occasionally Australian accent. You know what? And everyone stands out really you know badly. Where there's a, um, Oh, what's it called? Stargate? Yeah. You know the Gould? Yeah. You know how the Gould gods are like, oh. Like they actually come up, despite the fact that they're not hilariously 10 feet tall, which is, looks terrible. But you know how they kind of, they actually come across as like intimidating and stuff and like gods. But they have that weird deep voice because they're a god. It's like. And they got the glowy eyes. Yeah. That's it. That's all they need. Yeah. They could have done something. The, the, The Gould in Star Trek Stargate. Um, Stargate, yeah, are much more convincing than the gods from Gods of Egypt. Anyway, fast forward a few years, and we're just looking at Beck and his girlfriend, and he goes to steal the eye. He steals yeah, the well, eye. Yeah, well, okay, so uh, this I is the wanna, point where it's like <laughs> we, sh- we should be caring about... Okay, Set has, like, enslaved everyone. People are dying, apparently. We never see any of it. Everything looks, looks, well, still looks appara- nice and pretty. Apparently 5,000 people Beck, die. Beck is like, oh, my girlfriend got stolen and she's a slave now, but I'm still really happy and upbeat. I just break in there to have sex with her occasionally. Well, so she's like a slave to the actual, like, main... To one of the architects who are building this giant pyramid thing. she didn't didn't seem like a slave slave. She didn't seem that unhappy, honestly. The only time she was, like, upset was when Beck's around. She kind of seemed more like a clerk. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't uh, understand what their job was. Boy, am I trying to, like, validate slavery? Well, my point is, she didn't seem like she was having a bad time. Yeah. She, she like, apparently everyone else is dying, and she's actually got one of the well, cushiest the jobs in the entire city. 
it's like everyone's meant to be dying, the world's meant to be ending, but we're only really meant to, it seemed to care about this couple who are, and yeah, what's her name? Xerxia? Xenia? Zara? Zara's fine, but Beck is just so annoying. I kind of wanted all the humans to die. Well, they're the only humans we really get. Yeah, oh, okay. him, I guess the I guess the builder guy who's the boss, who's evil, like comically evil. Is he even evil? I don't know. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, screw this movie. I don't care. So uh, he yeah. goes to get the eye. Well, that's the thing. She actually wants to stop set. Like she actually has some motivation. She's like, eh, "This is terrible. Everyone's dying. Uh, you should go do it." And Beck's just like. Uh, okay. Also, Beck has, this, Beck has this weird thing of he keeps telling us that like the gods turned their back on us, the gods did, but they didn't. Yeah, he blames Horus. Like he's like, oh, what's Horus doing? Just because he lost his eyes and is blind and is like trapped in the desert. But they why say, doesn't he save us already? They say it more like like oh Horus, you turned your back on us and you. But it's not like this. Okay, it, Horus is literally he's he's blind. But he fought and he's straight away. Trapped. Yeah, he straight away he fought this guy and he lost. It wasn't like a like one where he's like oh and he runs away or just gives his eyes. He straight up tried to fight him to death. Straight away. Yeah. And that's the weirdest thing. Throughout the entire movie... All the humans do nothing. They just watch, except for the evil humans who actually fight. But all the... And that's why the bad guy wins. Now, come on. All the way through this movie, right? Horace is doing the right thing. The entire way. And the entire way, we have shitty little Beck saying stuff like... only cares about his girlfriend. He only cares about... He's like, you promised me we'll bring back my girlfriend. I wish you get to that. No. He he gets the eyes after he does this stupid trap thing. Uh, He gets back and the architect, like, has found out. And as they're making their escape, the architect shoots her with an arrow. So she dies. And then he gets to to Horace's temple thing. And Horace is there. And Horace is like, get away. And then, then he tricks... He, he kind of belittles well, no, that, Horace that's the a thing. bit, it's like, like a dick. So he wants Horace's help, right? But he also wants... He keeps complaining about how the gods aren't helping them and stuff, and he's like, oh, are you going to help us and get rid of Set? He's like, yes, of course I am. Just give me my eyes. He's like, no, I'm not giving you your eyes so you promised to save my girlfriend. And then he makes fun of Horace, and Horace gets mad and tries to kill him, it's, rightfully, yeah. honestly. It, it's like, yeah, kill him. And then eventually he brings he brings up his dead girlfriend... And he's like, can you bring him back? And he's like, no, I do not have that power. Yeah, he go, he tells him flat out that it's impossible you know a couple weird? of times. And he's like, well, I'm not giving you your eyes then. That is actually the weirdest thing, is that he never really lies to Beck about it. He's like, yeah, I can't bring her back. And Beck uh, Yeah, is because finally he's about... like, okay, I'll try. We'll talk to my he said, I'll... grandfather about it. Yeah, which he does. Yeah, he does. He doesn't He like. goes out of his way to help Beck. But later and Beck on, just, he gets shat on it for it. Later on, the chick that he's in love with, well, the God of Love chick, she's Hathor. like, Hathor, she's like, oh, you lied to her about bringing her back. And I'm like, no, he didn't. Yeah, and, and even if he did, he was under duress. The guy was like holding his eye hostage. But the weirdest thing and is too. And through the, it, not just the eye, but it's like, without the eyes, he can't save everybody. But Horace wants to save. Beck doesn't care about Anybody except his girlfriend. Yeah, which is a really weird point that then Beck gets high and mighty telling Horace the Constantly. entire time. He's like, Horace, you only want to get revenge. You only want to get revenge. First off, Beck, you only want to get your girl, right? And that's only going to get your girl. Well, at least Horace's revenge will save society as well. Yeah. and it, it, That's pretty good. But it's like when Horace goes up to talk to Ra and stuff, 
he seems pretty concerned about everything that's going on as well. Yeah. Like, he does seem to want to fix everything. Well, he, he wants to get revenge and be a good king. But it's not just so bad. I don't it's think like that's everyone bad. keeps saying he's left his path. And I'm like, he's left his path because he had his eyes gouged out and he couldn't fight the bad guy. Oh, yeah, and thanks for helping everybody. Yeah, okay. But they didn't help. No one helped him. He was the only one doing the fighting. Hathor helps a little. And um, I guess... No, Thoth doesn't help basically at all. Thoth? Thoth uh, so Thoth is the god of wisdom. Probably one of the better parts of this movie, actually. Uh, after some shitty CGI and battle scenes, which just look terrible, they go and try and find Thoth. Uh, Hathor joins them because... Oh, shall we say that they're going on really an adventure? I couldn't really figure out why. They're going on an adventure to get his other eye. Be- oh, oh, actually, wait. We totally like skipped him going to his his grand- grandfather's. Well, can-, can we also point out? So, one of these other things is he needs his other eye because then he can transform into this. Giant. He can't fly. He Beck only gets one of his eyes because it turns out Set, the evil god, is collecting parts of some gods so to he can make, use like, them. Sort of super body. Yeah. So, so all the gods they're all ten foot tall, but. When they get angry or they get serious, they uh, they have like a final form evolution thing that looked like it was straight out of some cartoon where they become like an animal robot thing. But in the mythology, it's like they're able to do magic and turn into lots of different things. Like a, a lot of the times they turn into like hippos to Not in this other. though. They just have two forms. They're how- human form and they're upgraded form. How boring is that? How much more interesting would it be if they suddenly turned into hippos and started violently attacking each other? <sighs> Jared, that would, that would take sick. some sort of imagination, which it's, this movie does not like, have. It doesn't, it doesn't take imagination. It takes, like, looking at mythology and going, hey, yeah, that actually sounds pretty cool too. Why don't we put that in? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Set is, he wants to get bits off other gods so he can have an even more powerful upgraded form. Yeah, so then he can fight his dad, I guess. Yeah, he wants to fight his dad. I don't know if he wanted to fight his dad know. or he he, oh, he, he wants to be immortal. So oh, and his dad has made it so he can't have kids. Yeah, so that then which then, I I, of course, I couldn't really understand a lot because of their thinking. Yeah, like because I, Set was meant to take over. Wait, Set. Yeah. Set was meant to take his father's place on the boat, and every night. He just does battle with this giant demon worm. Which, you know, apparently in the mythology, he does do that. It kind of looks cool, but... That's you why get he's the way more powerful than Horus, because he's actually, like, been around a lot longer yeah. and has fought that thing Well, he created everything, apparently. But a no, lot set, of... Set. Set. Oh, set okay. fights that thing, actually. Oh, okay. That's why he's, like, way stronger than Horus. So it actually takes other gods helping out Horus to beat Set. Yeah. And armies. Yeah. Right? I, well, the bad guys have armies. Yeah. The good guys don't seem to have... Well, the, there are rebel gods, apparently, all over the place, but... We don't see them. We see his, We like, see one, ex. who's his ex-wife, who he tears yeah. the wings off. Again, I, I don't really understand any of their relationships. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but one of the few good... Uh, Hathor, who is the love goddess, sort of joins up with the bad guy for a little bit to protect Horus, then leaves she's got this armband that basically apparently the demons really want her from the underworld so whenever she's not wearing the bracelet she gets dragged into the underworld underworld that's how she escapes set uh i'm trying to 
Well, well so little he actually happens in this film. Horace also fights two ladies and giant snake breathing monster things. Yep, that happens. It was okay, actually. Hathor has like an actual cool power where she oh, can, can sorry. gets people to do whatever she wants. So that, something is interesting. That is really annoying. So Horace apparently cannot transform into his bird form thing, right? Unless he fears two of his eyes. But he can. He does it three times when he needs to. Well, yeah, I think it's one of those you've just got to believe in yourself things. There seem to be a lot of that in this movie. Like the the love is actually a powerful thing. Uh, if he just believes in himself, he really does have all of his powers. So he sees his dad, goes back down. Oh, he sees his grandpa. Yeah. Meets Hathor. They go for a walk. They find they Thals. find They find what? Thoth's hiding place, which is That's actually right. one of the good good parts of the movie. Thoth. Thoth is uh, ruminating over a lettuce, going over what it, its properties are and stuff. And they take him to go see the Sphinx. Yeah, they want him. They need his help to get past the Sphinx because he's the smartest person in the world, and the the Sphinx tells us the easiest riddle possible. Yeah, but um, as they, when they go to Thoth's place, it's interesting. It's like he's got all these helpers, but the only person he trusts is him. So they're all just him. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. Uh, which is when Beck does one of the few good parts where he's like, ah, oh. he sort of tricks into him into helping him. Where he's like. I'll tell everybody that you weren't able to get the riddle. Yeah. And Thoth's like, well, how vain do you think I am? Well, look around. You've got an army of yourself helping you. Obviously, you're pretty vain. Yeah, that was like, that was like one really of the only one. okay bits. Yeah. I kind of like that. The rest was just boring so, spectacle. Once they get past the Sphinx, it's this giant, it's another giant pyramid thing that keeps changing. And Beck had kept promising him that, he had seen the he, schematics, yeah. which he had Which is, I think, the only reason he was bringing him along. And they all said it's impossible again without schematics. And then he literally just takes he a He just guess. walks. He just guesses. And, yeah, he's fine. And because they, he's that lucky. They all come in and they go, did you literally take a guess? And he goes, yep. And you're like, oh, so who's protecting this kid? Like, is there a god? Nope. Well, even they seem confused about how he is able to do half the things. It's like a few of them are like, is he a god? Yeah. Like pretending or something? Because otherwise this is completely ridiculous. But no, it is just completely ridiculous. It is, yeah. There's no explanation. Uh, the reason they're trying to break into Set's Pyramid is to poison the well of the desert, which is where Set gets his power. Actually, I think it's actually to bring The back. fire of the desert or something? Isn't it to bring back everything? No, no, no. It's just to destroy his power. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's a trap. The minute they get past the... Uh, monster thing the sphinx they get instantly get trapped and this is where it's like beck went from like really annoying to just like just so irritating because he's standing by the well with the stuff that's going to poison the fire and he's like oh i'm going to drop it in and set just goes oh did they tell you they could bring their girlfriend your girlfriend back because they were lying yeah. and and that's it after that he's like well i don't see why i should stop set i'm just gonna Walk away. Thanks a lot, you useless character. Do, and at this point, they know he's going to destroy the world, basically. Then, of course, Set, instead of killing Horace and what's his name, he leaves. He doesn't. Course. Well, he tears out uh, Thoth's brain because that's the part he needs for his upgraded form. Uh, it's a bit silly, though. As soon as he leaves, of course, the temple starts falling down and then Horace gets yeah, super just strong and escapes. Okay, I, will, I will say it's funny. Set grabs uh, Beck and is like, 
he thinks so little of Beck, which he should, that he just casts it aside, doesn't give a shit about him. Don't. And I'm like, that's a fair. But then once, then once they get outside, right? This is the really dumb bit. That chick is like, hey, you know what? I will give Hathor. you this. Hathor was like, here, take this thing so you cancer your loved one. Well, yeah, so everyone's she... they're both piling in on Horace. Like, Beck has just let Set win basically at yeah. this point, as far as we know, and. They're both attacking Horace for, like, not being entirely truthful about being able to bring his girlfriend back, even though he, he told him that he wouldn't be able to do it. And the guy was, like, threatening to, like, keep his eye. So, of course, he agreed. So, but Hathor sacrifices herself, and you're like, what she for? She gives Beck what for? Uh, the gold thing so Beck can travel and see his girlfriend before she dies permanently. He didn't do anything, though. Yeah, and also she actually had some power. Like, she could have been helpful, but without her, they're just sort of... It's just Horace by himself, and he's like, well, I'm kind of burned at this point. I don't know. Yeah. It, it was just irritating. It's like they did not care about... seems like Horace was the only one who cared about more than just this love. Yeah. It would, the other two are obsessed with love and everything. It's like the whole world is coming to an end and all we're meant to care about is these two star-crossed lovers, yep. one of whom seems to tolerate the other and the other is just insufferable. So was- uh, while this is happening, Set goes to his father in his new upgraded form Yeah, because he can fly up there now because he's got up wings. His dad. Beats up his dad and steals his cool spear thing and then it's like yeah well i'm gonna let that thing destroy the thingy world thing. i'm gonna yeah he, his plan is to let the worm eat the world and then i think he's gonna remake it so he's immortal i have no idea yeah don't, okay i don't quite understand what so was happening the other annoying thing with beck bit following around say uh horace is that they're so bad together that they, they don't complement each other it's just Horace doing all the work, right? It, it would make sense if Horace was meant to be this spoiled god who didn't take his uh, anything seriously. Like he, he's not being. He wasn't anything. ready to be a god or anything, but he he wasn't. He he seems fine the whole way through. But, and know, Beck's just annoying. There's dumb movies. There's dumb sort of fun action movies like Clash of Titans, right? Clash of Titans. You have like demigods humans, and they're working together because they're not all both ten foot tall and normal size. And they're fighting beasts. And I'm not saying it's, like, the most intelligent movie, but at the same time, it's, like, while it was kind of entertaining and fun... This was just boring. But this is just... It's just a boring film because it's just Horace doing everything. Because, like, really... Well, not even that. It's, Beck's like... Beck's useless. <sighs> Beck's useless and annoying and belittles Horace constantly for no reason. Yeah. And there's just so much spectacle for spectacle's sake. Like, you, you it'll pan back and you'll just see, like giant battles that don't mean anything to us but if the cgi was good it might have looked okay right i was just gonna say if the cgi was good it would look okay like when he's flying with giant dung beetles attached to his chariot oh, the over giant the giant yeah. battle and it's like what is meant to be happening here so fast forwards everything's getting eaten. not even fast forwards he just goes Beck comes back. back i can't remember how Beck gets back actually they, they all come back He's not there. He's not in the underworld. Well, uh, okay. So Hathor is gone for the rest of the film. Yeah. She sacrifices her life so Beck can have like two seconds. Two seconds with his girlfriend. Yeah. Beck comes back and they decide to try and stop him anyway. I, I'm not sure. 
Uh, they yeah, they just say oh, Horace. Horace sort of realizes that the world is ending and it's like they have to do something. Yep. So so Horace goes to fight him and conveniently turns into an bird thing when he needs to to fight him. Yeah, they fight and they fight and, and they because fight. Because Horace is so angry, he wins somehow, and they kill Set, and that is the end of the movie. Yep. Oh, Beck dies as well. Oh yeah, Beck dies and goes to join his girlfriend in the afterlife. But Ra turns up, gets his spear, and is like, well, we can't bring them back, but I guess this once, I'll bring them back for you. So, yeah, nothing really mattered. Yep, he brings them back, and that's the end of the film. Oh, no, the end of the film is uh, Horace going, well, I'm going to go get Hathor back. That'll be fun. Oh, it's a good movie. The Mummy. Oh, The the Mummy's good with Brendan Fraser. Yeah, Brendan Fraser, he's good. That's a much better film with uh, Egyptian sort of motif. That's a really great, fun film. I really enjoy it. Yeah, Yeah. I could watch The Mummy. Ah, that's a good film. I haven't watched that in ages. Gods of Egypt? No, thank you. Yeah, that... I I can't talk about this movie anymore. I'm annoyed. Five minutes in... Five minutes in, Jared was asking me... We should have watched the different watch movie. something else. I had all you these can't, other movies. We got to okay, no, start a movie, we got to finish, have, Jared. No, no, you don't, because I knew straight away it wasn't going to be a fun, bad movie. It's not. Straight away, I was like, this is not going to be a good, bad movie. I have a list of other movies that have far more potential. Let's watch those. And he's like, no, we have to watch it now. We have to watch all two hours left of it. What a mistake. I uh, no, I I uh, I don't think it was a mistake, Jared. I think it was good that we get to warn people that there is really no good part of this movie. Or well, we sacrificed our lives for you. Yeah, yeah. It Great. is boring. It is full of terrible CGI. Just so full. It's like it's throwing CGI into your face. It's just boring. It's it 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 fail. It's the biggest bad curse acting. Of a movie. Just uh, boring. When a movie is boring, it is. Boring. Yeah. So and avoid this movie. Boring. If you really want to, I think it's on Netflix. That's how we watched it. If you're a boring yeah. person who wants to watch a boring movie, you can watch Gods of Egypt and have fun because mm-hmm. we didn't. And that's Gods of Egypt. That's a wrap. Yeah. Because I have nothing else to say for this movie. It's dull and boring. Yep. Hundred and how much? $140 million. Uh-huh. And I think they made back like 150 So. Huh. Still a lot of money to just... It just seems wasted. Well, that, such a waste. That's a wrap. We're putting the gods of Egypt to the end. No more gods of Egypt. Thanks for listening. This was End of the Reel.